0: Coming to you from somewhere in Sanctuary. This is episode 291 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. This episode is titled Bounties. It is January 22, 2021, and this is Jen. And I'm going to start off with my week in gaming because I did have time to play. I had a lot of work this month that I had to get through first, but I found time to play and I'll be putting up videos as a podcast and later on YouTube. But basically I did a lot of bounties. I'm working my way through the season journey in season 22 that's still live and started working on those bounties in chapter three where you have to do a set of bounties for each act in the game. I'd already done, previous to this, I'd already done act one and I think act two bounties. So I started with with uh, the act three bounties and Went from there. I still haven't finished them all, but I've gotten quite a few. So I did, uh, I started at level 47. I'm playing a soft core barbarian this season and thought it would be easier because maybe I could move faster. It seems to be the case once I get done with work. So, started with that one, did the Act 2 bounties, uh, finished with it was, uh, it's Chaldeum's most wanted objective, so that one's done. I, somewhere along the way, um, well I'll just read to you what I took notes on because I can't remember any of this if I'm You know, not looking at the game and playing through it. So what I did was I started at level 47. This was after I ran through the Darkening of Tristram event, which is how I got to 47. That's still going too. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Did, uh, you know, I just ran through the bounties. There wasn't a whole lot remarkable that happened in there. So, you know, there's not a lot to talk about. I'm sure I chased a treasure goblin somewhere in there, but it really wasn't anything special or new. And then the next time I played, I started at level 49. And still on hard difficulty, completed the Act 3 bounties, which is... Let's see, what are those? Um, I'll find it. Um, So I did those, and... Got Bracers of the First Men into Kanai's Cube to use the fourth slot, because Season 22 has four slots in Kanai's Cube instead of three. So I have um, Laorque's Crown in there and the Bracers of the First Men, and I'm using those together, and it's kind of interesting how it's working out. I can't really explain. I mean, I'm really low level still, so I can't really explain a huge difference in it, but it'll be neat to see if I throw more stuff in there how it works out. One of those things I had to do is uh, fight Gohm it's not a tough fight I and mean, nothing's really a tough fight if you're playing a barbarian and hard difficulty but i went and did that and i hit level 50 on the way to that battle so that was really neat because that meant i completed chapter one because the last thing you got to do is hit level 50 and i've always felt with the barbarian at least in my experience there's like this sort of not really lag exactly not properly lag but it kind of feels like lag because it takes so long to get to 50 from like 40 something and i did it so that's done i've got part of chapter two done these are obviously chapter three bounties that i'm talking about right now and then there was goblins treasure goblins all the treasure goblins <laughs> and i chase them all the time there was a blood thief goblin that led up to the battle with Gome which I chased down and got a bunch of blood shards from. Then there was uh Criter's outpost bounty, which is, uh, it's not the barracks. Like you come in on the waypoint and then there's the barracks really close, but you have to walk through part of the, land there to get to Kreider's outpost and i was about to go in and this treasure goblin popped up down the stairs and passed a bunch of monsters so of course i chased that one too and that one was uh let's see that one was actually a treasure goblin so it dropped all the stuff you would expect later i found an odious collector goblin in the same you know while doing the same chapter uh uh The same bounty set, basically. Found one of those and killed that one off, or at least tried to. There was an insufferable Miscreant Goblin. I found all the goblins in this. (laughs) I've been chasing them down and getting a lot of loot, and it was kind of fun. And by the time... Let's see, the, the last bounty I did, or almost the last bounty I did, was the Kill Shandahar in Rackus Crossing, and a total of 100 enemies. And I did that and hit level 51, so things were moving along. The last one was actually a really fun bounty, it was King of the Ziggurat, so you go to the Ruins of Sesheron, and you got to find this area where there's a rectangle, or actually it's kind of a square on the floor. When you stand on it, some of it glows. And next to it's a podium with this huge chest on it, and what you have to do for that bounty is stand on that square, it's a big square, and knock all the Khazra off of it. And if it's only you standing on the square, or you and your follower, I assume, it glows, and the Podium comes down farther, so you can reach the giant chest eventually, and it just keeps on going, and you have to kill a certain number of them, and it's pretty quick, and it's a good fight. It's got a good pace to it. It was really fun. I don't remember what was in the chest, but that part was really fun to do, and then the last one, oh, I think there was um, there was a purple monster, uh, not that the monster itself was purple, but one with a purple name, and it was like Arthak standing there first, and it's a big Khazra, I don't remember that from last time. The other weird thing that happened while I was in Sessheron is there's a couple of uh, purple named monsters, I think. One is Kore, who is an ear collector. Lovely. And one is Same, who is a tongue collector. And you've probably run into them sometime while you're running through Sessheron. I have run into each of those individually. This time they teamed up. That was new. They were right there next to each other with a mob of blue monsters behind them. And so that made it a really fun battle as well. I'm not sure if Blizzard did something to make things more engaging because I've not seen this before, especially on hard difficulty. So that was, it was just really fun. So the next, uh, I ended up on level 52 after going through all of that. And then just, I think early this morning, I played the next set of bounties for act four Wasn't a whole lot to talk about in there other than, um, so I started at 52 and it's the heaven's most wanted objective. There's a glitch and I don't know if anybody else is experiencing this glitch, but what's been happening for me is I'll start the game and I'll be recording my video. Like I always do and always have for a while. And I'll look at the, like I'll open the barbarians character sheet and look to see what items I'm holding, because I want to make sure I have room to pick up more loot, of course. So what's happening is that little page is opening, and I can see the character sheet, but it's blank. None of the items I have equipped are showing up, but I can see my barbarian is wearing them. And whatever was in the stash, I can't see. And after a little bit, I'm sorry, in the bag, I can't see. If I look at the stash, it's the same. It's looking like it's empty now, and I have a whole lot of stuff in there for the season, but it's just not there. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and it doesn't show up. And sometimes little bitty pieces of them show up, and then eventually I can kind of maneuver. This doesn't seem to be happening if I open the bag while I'm in, like, chasing down a bounty or chasing down a treasure goblin. If I open it then, I can kind of see it. But if I walk around and go to a vendor, it, it blanks out again. And I don't know if this is a Mac thing. I don't know if this is just a glitch that's happening. I don't know if I happened to play when a bunch of other people were playing and overloading the server, but it's weird, you know? And the stuff's still there, but the the most disappointing thing of it is when you get—you you finish your set of bounties and you talk to Tyrael and you get that bounty cache or whatever we're calling it. I think that's it. And you open it. Like Usually it's like this like shower of gold and loot and gems and blood shards. And it lands at your feet and you can see what all the things are and I'm seeing like one item drop and I know there's more but I can't pick them up because I can't click on them and I have to wait and I know I've lost some stuff along the way because of this so if anybody else has had this problem let me know (laughs) because if it's just me maybe I can troubleshoot it but if it's a lot of people that could be a problem. And then I ended at level 54 and I'm sure I'll play sometime later today after the show because I will probably have time. So that's what I've been doing in-game. I'm going to talk about some... Podcasts that are Diablo-focused that released between last episode of Shattered Soulstone and this one. The first one I want to point you to is Westmarch Workshop did episode 200, which is an epic number for a podcast to have. They did it on Twitch, which is where they usually stream, and you could see the video. Everything I'm going to talk about from this point forward will be linked to in the show notes at ShatteredSoulstone.com so you can find it and check it out for yourself whenever you have time. It was Nineball and Leviathan talking about things that happened in previous shows and all, all sorts of stuff. I was there to watch all of it. They did do like an after show kind of thing. I didn't have the ability to stick around for that, but the show was really engaging. And, you know, it's a 200, it's a level 200 show, right? It's number 200, so... Check it out if you get a chance. It's it's worth it. And then their next show, they just did two days ago, also on Twitch. This one, Nineball, of course, was hosting it, and it was with Echo, who does the Diablo Immortal podcast on YouTube. So if you're interested in the Diablo Immortal game, uh, they were talking about the Diablo Immortal Technical Alpha, and... There's probably a lot of stuff that Echo knows about this, and I think Nineball was playing the game, too. So if you're into that, that's going to be a lot of informational stuff, and it should be really engaging to listen to. Also talking about Diablo Immortal, Leviathan's been making a bunch of videos about the dungeons in the Diablo Immortal Technical Alpha game, and the most recent one was released today, January 22. 22? Today's still 22. Yeah, it is. Okay, so it was today. It's called, uh, it's about the Destructions and Dungeon, or Dungeon Hell. I'm not sure the full name of this thing, because I didn't get into that. Um, and I should talk about that in a minute, too. But it's interesting, and it's got Zoltan Cool in it. And I didn't know Zoltan Cool was in the game. So it's a short video. You'll have time to watch it. It's like, not quite seven minutes long. And it's really neat. So if you're not sure if you will like the game or not, check out some of his videos about dungeons that were in it, because it's it's just, it looks like a lot of fun to me. So speaking of Diablo Immortal and me not getting in the game, now, I was un, un, under the impression that if you p- played on iOS devices, that the game wasn't available, and it turned out I was wrong. I didn't know it until fairly recently, but I found out because I retweeted one of Uh, Leviathan's videos and said something about like living vicariously through his videos because I couldn't get into the technical alpha because I was on a Mac and Nineball said well it was available on iOS and I kind of went wait a minute what did I do wrong so I went to the Diablo Immortal website and looked at it and there was a button to press if you wanted to participate in at this point it wouldn't have been the technical alpha but you know if you wanted to maybe get into the beta that there was a button there to do it And I have never clicked that button until that point in time. So that's part of why I didn't get into it. I think the other part was somewhere between when that website, the Diablo Immortal website went up and the technical alpha was released to a certain number of people. I had, I had an older iOS phone and I gotten a new one and I had a really old iPad and I gotten a new one. And I think some part of me was thinking, okay, I'll wait to join you know, and try to get into maybe a beta after, you know, I've got the upgrades because I didn't think it would play on the other one. So that's on me. I just forgot to go back and do that. But the other thing was at the bottom of that website, there's two little boxes. One said download on Google Play and you could click that and you'd go to Google Play and download it for devices that work with that. The other one said something about the App Store, but it was grayed out and you could not click on it, which was interesting. (laughs) And I thought, well, it if you can't click on this, it must not be available for iOS. Because why would the Google Play one work and not the iOS one work? You know, if it, unless it just wasn't available. That's what I thought. And I looked for it on uh, the App Store, and it, it just isn't there. It's just not. So I kind of screwed that up. Maybe other people were confused by this as well. You know, can't be the only one. So if you didn't know, you could go to the Diablo Immortal site and... Uh, sign up and try to get into maybe to the beta or whatever they're going to do next exactly. And uh, not have the frustrations that I had. BlizzConline is coming up February 19 and 20. It's going to be virtual. It's going to be online. So BlizzConline. BlizzCon online. It's going to be free. They've already established that it's going to be free for everybody to watch. And it's they've got like all these other... Th- things that they're going to do. If you go to the website, which again, I'll link to, you can see that some of the deadlines for uh, certain, certain things are done. Like you can't submit for this and that and the other anymore. So if you, if you haven't done that, you're out of luck, but it's going to be free and it's going to be free to watch and engage in. It was said in a fireside chat by Blizzard president Jay Allen Brack a while back, like November 2. So there's that. And the reason I'm bringing this up is not just to remind people that, hey, this is a thing that you can do from the comfort and safety of your own home for free, but also that Con Before the Storm connects to this. Now, they are not part of Blizzard, but they've been doing panels of podcasts about Blizzard games years now and most of the way this works in general was the con before the storm event would happen the night before the first day of blizzcon and they'd have all these people on a panel talking about a certain game or a certain topic or this sort of stuff well obviously they couldn't do that this year because of the pandemic so they did it on twitch and there's a bunch of videos that you can watch their con before storm on twitch And there was one about the Shadowlands, there's one, let's see, I can't see what all of these things were about, but there's a bunch of people, there's like five people in several of these, there's uh, a panel on Overwatch, there's a panel on just all this stuff, all these games and things, and a whole bunch of people, some videos of gameplay I think is going on, and there's a Hearthstone panel, there's uh, Taryn Gregory was speaking, um, so that was that's you know that's something to watch and it's all there Celestion, they got Celestion on to talk they were talking about uh, Warcraft Shadowlands in general, Warcraft Classic, a bunch of things I'm not sure if they had a Diablo one um, it's possible I missed that but in any case, it's all there so if you miss being at Con Before the Storm and seeing these panels you can watch them right now on Twitch they're all there and It'll give you, I don't know, maybe some excitement before BlizzCon line starts. And I think that'll be kind of good. I'm going to go back and watch a couple of these later on. As I mentioned earlier, or maybe I didn't mention earlier, I mentioned in a previous show that the Darkening of Tristram event is on. I did mention it earlier. I think. In any case, uh, it starts. It started this year, January third. It uh, usually ends at the end of January. If you miss it, you miss it, and you got to come back next year to do the same thing. And it's the same content every time, so you don't have to feel like, oh no, if I don't go do this, I'm going to miss out on this super special thing that's only available this year. That's kind of what seasons do, you know. Although they are starting to rerun the pets and the special loot. Special stuff you get for finishing certain amounts of the season journey. But it's still there. You can still run through it and get the pets and do the objectives and things like that. And I'll put in the show notes, I wrote some blog posts about that stuff. So if you're stuck and don't know how to get the cow pet, for example, that one's a little tricky. I'll put that in. Um, but you can still do it. There's still some time. It doesn't take that long. You can go in with a group. I'm pretty sure if you want to get the cow pet, I think... Think, or maybe there's an achievement. There's something special in there, and I don't recall off the top of my head what it is, where you have to start with a level 1 character and go through the whole event. If you want to see what that's about, do that. But otherwise, you could just run through a level, and that's in part how I leveled my Barbarian this season. There's also something new with Battle.net. You know, the thing you gotta launch before you can play Diablo and <laughs> click on it. It's uh, It's been in beta, like, forever. Like, for years. It's been in beta, and... Many of us got into the beta and have been running it since then. I haven't noticed any problems specifically with it, but now it's like being released for everyone who wasn't didn't opt into the beta or didn't get selected for the beta of the Battle.net, which sounds weird because it's not actually a game, you know. But you know, you could report if. Something went really hideously wrong, I suppose. But what it's got is it's got improved navigation and layout. You can see your favorite games and arrange them for ease of access. So you could put, like, Diablo first and then move other stuff around and maybe move the stuff you don't play so much down the line a little bit. That might be easier than scrolling through stuff. It's got a much more expansive layout for news and game content in full-page view. So, like, what I'm looking at on the website where Blizzard announced this is it looks like an article about shadowlands or no it wants you to buy the shadowlands and there's some articles underneath about different it looks like different parts of shadowlands content and if you click on that it'll open up like a website type thing and you could read all of it and see what it is there's also a revamped social panel so that our social pane it says like a window pane I don't know. Either it's supposed to be a pane like a window or someone has a typo and it's supposed to be panel. (laughs) But anyway, uh, so you can see you can better see your friends and what they're up to on each game tab. So you can see off to the side and in this blog post, you know, there's uh, people playing whatever and there's a little icon of the game they're playing next to them. So you can see, oh, okay, well, who's playing what? They're playing this. Well, I'll go play that because my friend is in there. You know, that kind of thing. You could do that. There's major accessibility improvements. They've added the ability to navigate most of the app with your keyboard. There's increased screen reader support, and there's they've improved the color contrast. And these things help for a lot of reasons. Obviously, screen reader is going to help for people that have their uh, they have like they're visually um, not able to read the tiny print basically for whatever reason. So this would help if it's going to read what it says to you. That's pretty good. And the color contrast helps with people like me who are dyslexic and can't read white print on dark background. I'm sure there's other people with the same kind of problem. And being able to navigate most of it with your keyboard is interesting because usually you have to like, I think I've been clicking around with my mouse on it, I think. And then there's a new consolidated notification hub for messages and download status. So if you're uh, downloading a game, That you haven't downloaded before, or maybe you switched computers and now you got to download something again, or whatever the case may be, it's there. The other thing I noticed, and it doesn't really say in this little news piece here, is you can pick an icon now or an avatar next to your name, and they've got some for all the games they've got like a lot of wow icons to choose from of different characters in the game they've got overwatch they do have diablo stuff they've got some that look like the characters in that like the player characters in the game they've got some that look like artwork that you used to be able to and probably can still find on the diablo website if you go look for their art So mine is a female barbarian right now with the red hair. It's a drawing instead of the, like, one that looks more like the character in the game specifically. Because that's what I'm playing this season as a female barbarian. And I thought that would be fun. But you could change it, like, whenever you want. And that's kind of neat. So if anything, go do that. Because it's just fun to have, like, a character icon of, you know, a character you're playing and that sort of thing. And I guess it could also tell people that are your friends on there, you know, what you're playing More than just the game, but like what specifically, what class you're playing at that moment. So that's that. And then the last thing I have is there's another Blizzard gear sale. It says the deal ends soon. I have no idea when soon is. I don't know if this is Blizzard soon, like it's going to be soon, but it's really gonna, you're gonna have to wait for that, you know, (laughs) like Blizzard soon but it's got Diablo stuff in it. It's got some, like, hoodies and pullovers. It's got some... There's a Malthiel Diablo Legends statue. There's a Blizzard Legends Diablo Crusader statue. There's the Art of Diablo book. There is, of course, that bust, the Diablo Lord of Terror 10-inch bust. That's $139 at least from where I'm looking at it. If you live outside of the United States, your currency may be different or the amount may be different. There's t-shirts of different classes. Not all of them. There's a necromancer one and then there's um, a crusader one that has like a sort of a crusader like symbol on the front. There's the, uh, there's a reign of terror t-shirt. It's got Diablo, like the older version of Diablo on it, but it looks cool. There's some non-slip coaster sets you could put your drink on it while you're playing and not have it drip all over your desk there's all these different things there's a three-piece cute but deadly Soulstone figure set and they look like the cute but deadly little figures you may have gotten at a previous blizzcon where one looks like diablo and and i'm not sure what the other two are exactly um but they're kind of shiny looking they're mostly black and red instead of whatever other color they might be. There's a wizard t-shirt. There's the regular cute but deadly colossal figure, which looks like uh, Diablo jumping up and being supported by his tail. There's some pins. There's at least one uh, 2019 BlizzCon exclusive poster of the Barbarian. Looks kind of (laughs) cool. Honestly, looks kind of cool. And some other stuff in there. So if you're interested in this, this is on Blizzard Gear Store. This is the Diablo portion of it, and the deal ends soon. Whenever soon might be, nobody knows. I think that might be all that I have to talk about this time around, and I'll try to gather up some more stuff for the next show. I'm aiming to have this be released on Saturdays, so that's when you'll be able to find it. I think with that, I'm going to close out the show. You have been listening to episode 291 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Come join us in game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as at the Shattered Soulstone website. Coming soon. It's not there yet. uh, After the revamp. The show is powered by you, the listener. So send in your thoughts, contributions, questions, and feedback uh, to to our Twitter at Shattered Stone or Facebook, which is at facebook.com slash Shattered Soulstone. Thank you for listening. Your Diablo community podcast. This episode is titled, uh-oh, I forgot to title it. I got to redo it. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, I forgot to title it.